you, EBL. We are going to talk to your Attorney General, Andrew Bailey. Hi, Andrew. Hey, Paul, and thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. Welcome back. You know, you've you've been busy. I've got a whole stack of stuff here. I know you're going after the EPA over a bunch of ridiculous stuff that they're not even bothering to ask Congress anymore. They're just trying to force their will on the people. You've been fighting for us on that. Yeah, absolutely. Look, this is the second time since I've been in office in the past year where President Biden has tried to use the Clean Air Act and the EPA's limited authority to force the states to adopt pernicious ozone regulations that would essentially be an attack on uh, energy in the state of Missouri. It would cost all of us more money to comply with these uh, burdensome regulations. So they're not based on any kind of science. It's arbitrary and capricious. And so not only does it violate the Administrative Procedures Act, but it also exceeds the scope of the EPA's authority. Like you pointed out, there is no sanction in the United States Constitution for an unelected fourth branch of government. They don't get to make their own laws. They can only do what Congress authorizes. And Congress never authorized them to put a tax on energy in Missouri. But but they are, and and it's happening. And it seems like, I mean, your voice is loud and proud, but... You're like you're like a an echo on the side of a mountain unless everybody bands together. Well, I think you know it's time for us to all wake up and join together in the fight to save our democratic republic. Does the Constitution still matter? I believe in the Constitution. When I joined the army, I was willing to put my life on the line to defend it. You know, took that fight to the battlefield, the war on terror, and now leading that fight in courtrooms across this country. But this is a fight worth making now. And again, the question is: Are we going to turn our country over? to unelected federal bureaucrats and give them all authority over every decision in our lives from which dishwashers and washing machines you can use to which bathrooms your kids have to use in schools to how much you're going to pay for energy. That's not how our democratic republic is set up. That is not any, there's no authorization for that in our constitution. The constitution exists to protect us from the government and the government exists to protect our rights. But here, the, the Biden administration is subverting the constitution to destroy our rights. And now is the time to stand together and fight back. And that's what we're doing with our lawsuits. You kind of turned into Bill Pullman there on um, Independence Day for a second. We will not go silently <laughs> into the night. You know, but it's true. That's kind of where we're at. I well, feel like on, we're being four, an alien invasion. That's right. Look, I've got four small children. This is home. So sorry. I want my children to in- inherit a <laughs> legacy of freedom, of safety, of prosperity. And if we don't fight back now... They're not going to have that opportunity. So I'm invested in this, both personally and professionally. I, I truly hope you have some help if you have four little kids, because dang. <laughs> All right. So, you know, that's not it, though. You, you're you gathering up with other AGs, because every state has one. And social media, I mean, you can't even make a joke about a didgeridoo anymore without some Australian freaking out over their native people. I mean, it's gotten... Stupid to the point where it's not fun anymore, but it's also gotten dangerous. It is absolutely dangerous. Look, no one would accept it if we were talking on our cell phone and we started talking about something the cell phone company didn't like, and so the cell phone company started muting us. No one would tolerate that. So why do we tolerate that on big tech? And so there's really two important lawsuits in front of the United States Supreme Court in the coming coming weeks and months, one of which is Missouri v. Biden, where we've uncovered that those censorship algorithms that were kicking conservatives off of social media and de-emphasizing conservative voices, that they were the social media companies were doing that to satisfy the demands of federal officials in the deep state and the Biden administration. The Biden administration said, take that, down that Tommy Laren post, take down that Tucker Carlson video, and big tech complied. 
That is illegal government censorship in violation of the First Amendment. But, but there's another case where Texas and Florida have enacted statutes to just say, hey, Big Tech, look, if you're going to have these censorship algorithms, you at least have to advertise what they are so that the customers can understand whether or not they want to buy your product. That's a simple, simple premise. And uh, that lawsuit uh, is pending at the United States Supreme Court right now. We've weighed in with 20 other states to try to help Texas and Florida make sure that that law stands. Honest to God, I feel like if they are going to censor, they shouldn't even be allowed in the state. You know what I mean? I I know that. See, I hate Facebook. I literally hate it. But it is such a great tool for keeping in touch with my nieces and nephews who are having babies and expanding families. And, you know, it's fun to trade some funny memes. And it's it's great for that sort of thing. Um, But they have fraudulent ads on there. They are blocking conservative point of views. My girlfriend who died two years ago in January, her nickname was Beaner. And I'm telling you, Andrew, every time I post about her and I call her by her nickname, which I did not give her and has no slur related to it whatsoever, they kick me off for 30 days. Yes, it's absolutely absurd. And look, it's not just the speakers whose First Amendment rights are violated. It's the listeners. And the harm is ongoing. I mean, it's not like a once-in-time, like, oh, you're off for 30 days, and so uh, you're back, and all is well. No, that's not true. Now people are self-censoring. They're less likely to talk about President Trump mm-hmm. on big tech. They're less likely to talk about, uh, you know, fighting back against COVID lockdowns and COVID tyranny. They're less likely to talk about the integrity of our elections because they know that they'll be censored. And so the harms are ongoing. Everyone in the United States of America who has spoken on or listened on any big tech social media platform has now be- been victimized. By this, by this vast censorship regime. But we're going to dismantle it. We are going to build a wall of separation between tech and state so that the open market, the customers will have the final say, not Joe Biden and his deep state. Okay, now you sound pretty confident about this. Scale of 1 to Look, 10, what, what, what are we doing? Where are we at? I'm, I'm supremely confident in this. Look, here's the score. We, went to, we did preliminary discovery obtained 20,000 documents, numerous depositions. We went to the district court and said, we want a permanent injunction, excuse me, a preliminary injunction against the Biden administration. Lay that first brick in the wall between uh, separation between tech and state. And on the 4th of July in celebration of this nation's independence, we got it. We defended it twice at the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. The score is Missouri 3, Biden 0 in the fight for free speech. And we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to bring home a win. We're going to be there on March 18th. I'll be sitting at council table. 10 feet away from Neil Gorsuch and, and Amy Coney Barrett, and we'll be arguing this case. And I'm telling you, we are going to bring home a win for the people of the state of Missouri and anyone who enjoys the right to free speech and the First Amendment to the United States Constitution across this nation. Well, I hope, I hope it, in fact, does go that way because it's gotten to the point where I know so many people who just don't even go on it anymore because it's so stressful. They just don't even want to deal with it, and that's sad because they're missing out on a lot of good information as well as, well, a lot of bad information. But um, let's go to Texas for, for the few minutes that we have left. They are selling T-shirts and hats, and they're actually selling bracelets that look like razor wire. <laughs> and I mean, people are all in on this because they know the importance of if Texas cannot protect its sovereignty and they are forced to just be overrun with illegals, we're done as a nation. Yeah, that's right. No border, no country. This is an invasion. We have been invaded. Look, there have been more illegal border crossings under Joe Biden's regime than the entire population of the great state of Missouri. 
And let's think about how this impacts us. Every state's a border state now. President Biden hung, hung an open sign at the southern border by eliminating the Remain in Mexico policy, by refusing to detain illegal criminal aliens, and by allowing them in by passing rules that say, hey, look, you can just get on an app and find a sponsor in the United States and then come on over, and we're not even going to vet you, and maybe you can show up for court someday 10 years from now. That's an open sign hung at our southern border. So what are the harms to Missouri? Well, there's been 1,500 fentanyl deaths in one year alone, 43 innocent children, little babies that died from accidental exposure to fentanyl. There's more than 1,100 reported incidents of human trafficking in Missouri, now making Missouri the fourth worst state for human trafficking in the United States of America. So this is a this is a danger to Missouri. It's not just limited to Texas. So we've got to stand with our partners in Texas to force the southern border to be closed. And if the federal government's not going to do its job, then the states have to band together and do it for them. And that's why we stand with our colleagues in Texas. You know, every time a child goes missing, especially if it's, and no offense to everybody else who's missing a child because it's all horrific and I don't even know how you get through it because I would never be able to eat or walk or think again. But... When beautiful young girls go missing, they're either dead or they're trafficked. I mean, that that's usually what happens when, when we can't find them after a few months. Some of them just run away for a while and come home. That's I get that. But, I mean, it's gotten to be such a big business. Being fourth in the nation embarrasses me. I agree. Look, we can put a stop to it. President Biden needs to do his job. He doesn't need new laws and new money. He's refused to finish building the border wall that Congress commanded him to build and that they appropriated money for. There are laws on the books now. President Biden used the current laws on the books to reduce border crossings by more than 90%. The tools are there. He just needs to use them. But this is kind of the playbook for the left. They refuse to do their jobs. They create a disastrous catastrophe that harms Americans. And then they hold us hostage and say, no, we want more, and we're not going to do anything until you give us more. Well, why would we submit to those demands? Yeah, well, because they want more people in. And when they say more, it's not it's not more to do something to stop it. It's more to continue the status quo. And we all, we've learned that. So we know better than to keep putting our hand on the burner. We know better now. Yeah, that's right. And in the meantime, children are dying from fentanyl poisoning. Like you pointed out, innocent female victims are being trafficked through our state. And President Biden refuses to close the southern border. Yeah. And you would think with a kid like Hunter, this guy would understand how scary drugs are. You would think. And you would think. I hate to go there, but it's true. You would think that he would get it, seeing what a train wreck his kid has been and and my kids are from drug addiction. I mean, it's it's a train wreck. Well, and I'm telling you, Missouri is fighting back, and we're winning. We've got three lawsuits pending right now against the Biden administration for their unlawful refusal to do their jobs at the southern border. We're going to force President Biden through this lawsuit to finish building the border wall and to secure the southern border. I anticipate getting an injunction in that case in the coming days. I'd be excited to come back on your show and be able to announce that we will have brought home a win in that suit. But we are firing on all cylinders to protect Missourians and to force President Biden to close the southern border and do his job and protect our nation. And I appreciate that so much. And that's why everybody is is supporting Texas the way that they are. I, I have people who are telling me we're non-humanitarian and we don't care about people and they, they, they just want to come here for a better life. Guess what? We have limits and we have sovereignty and we have laws. And if your first act of coming into this country is to break the law by ignoring 
the fact that you can't just boulder your way across. I get that your journey was hard and it was long and someone should feed you and clothe you and give you water, but send you back where you came from because you can't just come in. Not everybody is an American. That is not a true statement. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, it's not a, they're making the humanitarian crisis worse. The Biden administration has exacerbated the humanitarian crisis by hanging the open sign at the southern border and increasing the human trafficking. So he's actually made the human suffering worse, not better. Well, and he's turned the cartels into quasi-billionaires instead of just a cartel at this point. They used to just deal in drugs. Now they deal in people, and that should matter. Absolutely. Well, we're going to keep fighting back and winning for Missourians. Okay. Well, I'm going to trust in you, man. Just keep fighting the fight. There's not much else we can do, but but hope that our elected officials will do what we voted for them to do because a lot of them aren't. Well, Fawn, I'm proud to say Missouri is leading the nation on so many of these issues from going to the United States Supreme Court to defend our First Amendment rights to fighting with Texas to, to force President Biden to close the border. We are firing on all cylinders and will continue to fight and win for the people of the state of Missouri. And I always appreciate you having me on. Well, and I appreciate you making time because some who get elected do not. And that makes everybody very angry. They're like, well, we haven't heard from you since you got in office. So could you please make a moment? So we appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. Well, Fawn, thank you for everything you do. All the best to you and your listeners. And I look forward to talking again soon. And we're going to have some good news on a few of these cases that are pending right now. Okay. Talk to you next month. Thanks, Fawn. Uh-huh. See you. Bye-bye.